This is the Blackout Podcast. So today on the podcast, we have Kemi that does amazing things. So you, you take people's sneakers and take them up to the next level. And I got to ask, how did I even start? Well, I like, kind of started like in high school. Like I never wanted to fit in with anybody. So like we, uh, I, in high school in the Bahamas, you kind of wear a uniform. Every school wears a uniform. Yeah, I know. I know. So <laughs> we had a casual lay maybe like I think once, twice a month. So we had a casual day. I wanted to paint a pair of shoes. I, I, I couldn't afford the shoes to buy this different color. So I just painted like a pair of Nike ticks on my shoes and like did something different. Everyone's like, oh man, just, that's so, that's so nice, right? So then I just kind of like started painting it in high school here and there, not taking it serious, doing it for fun here and there. Mm. And then when I came to university, uh, it's kind of hard being a full university student, right? So I kind of just was painting sneakers to cope with depression because I used to work like 50, 60 hours a week. I go to school full time to help my school fees, my rent. What's not? So that was like my downtime, right? Mm. And then one of my, I was cutting my friend's hair from the Halifax Hurricanes because the shop was closed. So I cut him in my house and he saw some work I did. He's like, man, I want you to do a pair of shoes for me. I was like, sure, why not? I do it for fun, right? Mm. And the funny thing is, I did a pair of shoes for him. He posted them and pretty much viral. He's like, man, stop feeling sorry for yourself, make it into a business. So I just mm-hmm. turned it into a business and from there, I just like took off pretty much. And, uh- that's the thing for me. It's like uh, turning your passion in a, into a business. Um, was there a part where you weren't sure it would take off? I mean, well, of course, every day is like that. <laughs> but I mean, you just have to set a goal. Everything. I think if you write a, a plan mm. and follow stick to the plan, regardless if you have a few roadblocks or not, stick to your plan. You can't really go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So I said I wrote a business plan. Sat down with my accountant. Sat down with my lawyer friend. Is like, look, this could actually happen. Mm-hmm. So I just took it by storm pretty much believed in myself and it's like nowadays you might as well work for yourself anyway because like if you graduate with a degree nowadays kind of useless everyone has a degree <laughs> i wouldn't say useless but everyone has a degree and it's like it's kind of job market is so saturated you know what i mean yeah so you can find a job it might pay 30 40k if you're lucky yeah and like unless you want to become a doctor a lawyer or engineer that kind of thing mm. good luck right so i, was, I just tried for myself do my own business and like it's profitable i pay my bills and like i'm doing all right for myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean a lot of my friends have like jobs and they're miserable. Like they're like some of them are buying tellers, some of them like don't even use their degree. They're like, Man, I'm paying my bills, but like I'm miserable at work. I'm, yeah. Like it's not sometimes it's not paying you enough, right? So as I figured I was making it my business and try my best and I'm doing all right. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember you did the sneaker con. Yeah, sneaker con, yeah. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, so yeah, if you if you pretty much want to be successful and you wanna like network mm-hmm. sneaker con is like the biggest platform it's the biggest sneaker show in the world they go to like pretty much every city they do like florida they do they do like la london australia they do all those different cities and like mm-hmm. they did one in montreal one in toronto so i was like it's the biggest sneaker platform you want to network you might as well just go for it and try your luck see how, see how it goes mm. so there was sneaker con pretty much uh october so there was two in 2018 i did one in montreal in around may after uh, before I yeah before I graduated, I did another one in October in Toronto. Mm. Yeah. So, um, what are the differences you notice between the two sneaker cons? I think in Montreal, the sneaker con in Montreal, that was more like fashion based because Montreal is like one of the fashion capitals in Canada, like Quebec, and all those kind of people came there. Mm-hmm. So I know there was a lot of people selling designer brands like the Gucci, the Balenciagas. I saw a lot of more like uh, designer brands. Okay. But when I went to Toronto, I saw more of the Supreme. 
more the Supreme, more the crossover between North Face Supreme, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff over there. So it was made on resale market. I found a module of resale marketing is as big as it could be. Everyone's yeah. just like into the designer brands, what's not? Dude, uh, that res- so I was watching uh, a documentary about this fucking kid. <laughs> like he, so he buy like he gets shoes. Hell, I think um, what is this guy that he he's oh he's like on Snapchat. Is this oh yeah yeah DJ kid. Khalid? That's his boy. Yeah, he buys from that guy. Oh yeah, I, this I think it's like a, still in high school or something. I didn't even know there was that, <laughs> that's a thing, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't know reselling was a thing. Yeah, money talks, man. If you have the money to buy about 10, 15 pairs, and you know people can't get them, I know the resale market is going to be triple the profit sometimes. So yeah. might as well go for it. Like if you can back in the back, I think a year or two ago when the Yeezy start first coming out, mm. if you won the raffle of win to buy a pair of Yeezys, you buy for like three thirty retail. And I think the recent mark is almost seven hundred, eight hundred dollars for some pairs. You're winning, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, what is it? Is it? Is it just the name, right? It's just the name of the shoe because it's like this. Well, it has to do with the exclusivity and the rarity of it too, right? Mm. So, like, this is one Jordan called the Brooklyn Zoo. I think it's maybe like fifteen to twenty pairs of it, and they go for thirty thousand each. Now. <laughs> You think retail with thirty k? If you have the if you have those twenty pairs in the world and you're sitting on one of those, it's like almost five hundred percent profit. If, if you have that one pair, well, wow. if you get your hands on it, right? So like, if you get your hands on it, it's like the the value exclusivity of it too, right? Yeah, and the rarity of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes only like ten, fifteen pairs come out in the world. Maybe like twenty pairs, like the most recently. I think the most recent release with the Paul, you know, Paul George plays with OKC. Yeah, I think it was only about twenty pairs in Canada. Holy smokes. Now, the value is not that high, obviously, Paul mm. George, right? But 20 pairs of the PlayStation PEs might be worth something, right? Mm-hmm. It's only 20 in Canada, so the exclusivity and the rarity of it, that's how, like, most of it is, like, based on, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I watched this documentary. I'm thinking, looking at this kid, and notice the, almost every artist buy from this kid. I'm like, <laughs> okay, great. Good for you. Good for you. I mean... Whatever is working is working. Um, and then I remember you, when we met, first met at the cafe, when we were talking, you actually told me, you you'd actually start with cutting hair. You were like, you know. Well, I've been cutting hair for 10 years now. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, one of my main streams of income. Mm. So, you want to be, like, another thing, like, if you want to be successful, you've got to have multiple streams of income. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I respect you. I appreciate you guys have, like, one good, one good income paying you what you wanted to pay, but... Sometimes in Canada, due to taxes and what and whatnot, and the situation in Canada, you kind of have to work two jobs. Like a yep. lot of people work two jobs. Like I some agree. of my some of my friends work their nine to five at the insurance companies, what's not, and then they barter on the weekends. Yeah. So you kind of have to work two jobs to make ends meet, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm cutting there ten years now since I was fifteen. So yeah, I work at a barbershop, too during the daytime. I do this pretty much full time as well between yeah. alternating between the two sometimes, you know. And, and that was going to be my next question. How you balance the two? I wish I could answer. Balance it. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a mad scientist. Sometimes when I don't like, sometimes I like, I do my appointments. I might have an hour break. I might go on my phone, read some emails, check some DMs, check some text messages, do mm. some phone calls and look at some stuff. Right. Yeah. And that's I'm always thing. on the go 24 seven. Yeah. You like, I've, I don't think I've sent in a text DM that's taken two minutes to reply and i know you're busy so <laughs> i always how does he do it 
I'm not famous, man. I'm just a, I'm just a regular man like you. Dude, you're I, famous. I thought and famous. um, actually, let's talk. I remember a couple of weeks ago, you actually had um, the Olympian had your kicks. Yeah, uh, Jill Sonier. From, yeah, she plays for Team Canada, and she plays for the Montreal uh, Canadians. I don't mm-hmm. know if I pronounced that right, but it's like the female Canadian team. You know, yeah, yeah. that French was as <laughs> of my thing. But uh, yeah, she plays for that uh, Montreal Canadians team, and like. She wanted a pair of shoes and like we just uh sent some sketches and she sent me back what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Yeah, that's only one that's only one side of the shoe, right? And then she's like, Oh, do whatever you want on the other side. And I just like impressed her. And I went home to Bahamas for a week or two, did like a little bit of work on it down there. And then I came back, said, Oh yeah, you back. Met up at Starbucks. She surprised me, she pulled out her pocket and a silver silver medal from the Olympics. I was yeah. like, <laughs> that's crazy, man. A lot of people don't actually get to see a silver medal. Yeah. So we just hit it off from there. So we have a few more projects we're working on still. But yeah, she's a real cool person. She's very funny too, man. So I was, I was, I was a real honor to work with her too. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. I mean, it's great seeing, okay, you start at a certain level, you know, I'm pretty good at this thing. And then he gets to that level where someone as an Olympian is actually wearing your shoes. Yeah, I just believe in myself at the end of the day, man. It's like, sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. <laughs> I'm not no hot stuff, man. I just like, I just, uh, tried my best. I take my time and then try to put out quality. Are put you dating? Quality. Pardon me? Are you dating? Yeah, sometimes. You know Halifax is. <laughs> you know Halifax is. <laughs> I'm like a mad scientist, man. Like, I'm always so much products on the go right now. It's like, I don't really even bother dating. Like, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a monk, pretty much. Exactly, because I was going to say how you do all that. And they... some, I work like 16 hours a day, man. Yeah. So, like, my and... enjoyment might be just a Corona and some sushi. <laughs> or, like, or some prison break or something like that, man. Like, so... Oh, wait, like the TV show? Yeah. So, well, like, um... I'm busy all the time, man. Sleep is, like, one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm, not, I'm trying to be successful right now. I try to make push the company as much as I can. Yeah. Like... How did you come up with the name, though? Well, my name, my real name is Nakem, mm-hmm. but everyone just calls me Kemi. Mm-hmm. So then, like, everyone's not going to be like, hey, Nakem, how's it going? Like, everyone's like, yo, what's up, Kemi? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what I make, I, I create stuff. I create, so it's like a, a quick wordplay, creations by Kemi, right? Yeah. Then uh, my boy, I drew out some logos with the shoelaces and stuff. And then me and my boy sat down, did the logo, like, in, like, a day or two, like, went in the studio to, like, yeah, we, we went in, like, 10, 10 p.m., came on, like, 5 a.m., <laughs> With the logo design and stuff like that. So that's pretty much how it came together, the KBK mm. creations by Kemi. So that's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which friend was this? Uh, one of my friends, Ryan from NASCAD, I, gradu- I graduated with. Mm. Ryan Abrams. So what did you study? I did a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Interdisciplinary Arts. So I did a little bit of uh, jewelry design. I did sculpting. I did um, product design, graphic design, fine arts. But I'd mommy, I specialize in drawing. So I did all those kind of areas. Okay. It's multi-disciplinaries like, I did. Yeah. Because you don't want to study one thing and then becomes obsolete when you graduate. Mm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Because you might study architecture, but like everyone's an architect nowadays. And then most people send their work to India for half the price. <laughs> so you don't, you don't want to be caught in a system. You know what I mean? So I just try to learn everything I could in NASCAD. Ceramics, jewelry design, um, a little bit of everything, man. Sculpting. Who is like studying NASCAD? Like, there are not many... Okay, you're black, right? So I'm just going to... There are not many <laughs> black people in Asgard. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Because, no. you know, I, I I mean, not knocking anything. It's just I've not... Most people I know in Asgard are white. So, yep, yeah. How did that happen? 
Like, did you uh, get the? Because I know. So you came straight from Bahamas straight. No, I went to I went to Dow. Okay. For like a year first. I know Dalhousie is like twenty thousand students. You feel like you're like just a number in the system. Mm. So I went to Dow, played soccer there. Had a good year. Coaches loved me. Everything was going well, but it was like at the same time, Dow was so costly, and I think I wasn't getting what I wanted from it. Because mm. my mother's the principal of a school, right? So mm-hmm. education is the first priority. Yeah. She looked at my grades. I had decent grades. I looked at my classes and it was like, it wasn't really for me because like, I was doing like community design. So I wanted to do a little bit of architecture. Mm. Why am I taking community design on like a bullshit like guitar class? <laughs> As an international student, you're paying like $1,500 a class. My mom was like, this doesn't make no sense. So she called. She so she called from Bahamas to understand the coach. Like, what am I doing this in this elective class? But he's like, at Dallas, you kind of have to take. You have to take electives. <laughs> but at NASCAD, it was more. You take your electives that you actually use. Like, mm. took an elective in ceramics. Took an yeah. elective in uh, wood making stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. like, I figured it was more worth my while. Like, I liked Halifax, the city. It was small. Toronto is too much. Overrated. Big. Dirty. You know what I mean? It's like mm. mini New York. So I wasn't really feeling moving to like the States, especially all the elections happening. You know? <laughs> I was just like, looked at NASCAD, yeah. did accredited, had what I wanted. And I just went there and just made it happen next like three and a half years, pretty much. So like, okay, I got I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> it, race is, is, you know, it's right there staying in it. Yeah. How was it though? Just, you're like the black kid in class. I, I remember well, we went like, to that thing and we're like, just only two black people there. Well, yeah, the thing about it is, like, you just kind of, like, really look at the color things. Like, in my graduating class, like, like my road dog, obviously, it was black. Mm. I guess how many black people was in my graduating class? Mm. Two. <laughs> so, like, it's kind of an unbalanced, but, like, I said, it's put out quality work. I was cool with everyone. I respected everyone's sexuality, yeah. everyone's political views, everyone's religious views. And, like, they just, like, they was, was cool with me like that, right? Mm. Plus, like, if you need a black guy in the class, like... Nothing they can really do to you. They'd just be like, oh, are you racist? It fucks them up when you say that, right? <laughs> you tell a white person, oh, are you racist? Like, it, it's, it's, it screws them up. You know what I mean? So, like, you kind of like, what can you say to me? Like, Mr. Smith, oh, you smell like marijuana. Are you racist? <laughs> what could they really tell you, right? So, you kind of, you, you got you to use it to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I made it happen, man, like three and a half years, but. Me, I have, I have my best friend with me. So me and him, like, my best friend, shout out to Tristan. Tristan, yeah. that's, like, my road dog from Nascar. Me and him are, like, every class together. So mm. so like, what does he do now? I think he's uh he's more involved in the church, and he's running his own, like, artistic uh, business online, too. Cool. There's a little, little bit of printmaking, printmaking and stuff like that and uh, graphic design for people. So, I mean, I, I know shoes are your thing, but, like, have people ever asked you to draw something like on a t-shirt or yeah here and there like i'm an artist all medias right you yeah. know what i'm saying if you want me to write your like your wife's name in your head with a uh, with like a, a raise i can do that too <laughs> you know what i mean so like i can do a little bit of everything man like a multi like multidisciplinary you know what i mean i don't just limit myself like one aspect yeah plus you're closing your hands to money too <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. you never know like i may be doing sneakers yeah one day i might make i might make way more money of t-shirts mm. So I'm I'm open to different ideas, open to different stuff like that, right? So, um, and um, I know you love Halifax, but are there things about Halifax you don't really like? Well, there's a lot of things I don't like about Halifax, mm. but like this is where I live, low mm-hmm. overhead. But yeah, if you want some of the stuff I don't like about Halifax, um, we're limited to transport. It oh, sucks geez. here. Yeah, I think the last time I took the bus and it was late, I threw a rock at the bus because he left me. I was running to take, I was running to take the bus. The bus driver looks, he makes eye contact at me. 
and he speeds up a little bit. No, he, he slows down, speeds up a little bit to tease me, and he's just, he just like left. So I, I, I threw a rock at the bus. <laughs> Transport's like a big thing. Um, skip the dishes and Uber Eats, like it's kind of overplayed now. Only so much restaurants you can actually eat from. Mm. Not that much variety. You know what I'm saying? Um, the climates, the climates are right. Like I always say, tell my friends, Bahamas, you can always get warm. You can't, like you can't always get cold in the Bahamas. True. Like, right now it's probably like 35 degrees back home. You can't always get like cold. Mm. <laughs> but in Canada, it's cold, snowy. You can always get warm. Turn your yeah. heat on, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It sucks, know. but like just <laughs> wear proper equipment, you'll be good to go. Yeah. Maybe one more thing I dislike about Halifax: you're limited to so much different resources. Like in Toronto, there's so much more you can activities you can do. You know what I mean? Like not as much activity here. Like it's like three clubs: Dome, Taboo, Toothy. Like there's only so much you can do in the <laughs> those clubs. Like you're not gonna see Drake perform here. But Drake said, I'm, I'm, the king of, hey, I'm, the, I'm the king of Canada, right? But like, I'm not coming to Halifax. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But isn't, I think I saw uh, a sticker for, is it the game? Yeah, that's canceled. <laughs> you got to think too, Games Music, Blood Affiliated. I assume he's a big criminal record. That's not going to happen in Canada. <laughs> Same thing with Chris Brown. You want to come here? Criminal record. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen <laughs> so so what do you think it would take to have drake come here then that's the thing is like i don't get it like he claims he's the king of canada what's not he put canada on i'm a toronto man but like you've never been to the east coast mm. you never had some muscles from like <laughs> from like yarmouth or something like that right i just i don't know what's going to take from the getter but like I think we have facilities. We can probably host him at the Scotiabank Bank Center. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty fucking good arena. Yeah, it would sell out. So I was like, I don't know why does it want to come. Kanye been here. Yeah, Akon been here. Pusha T, uh, Pressa, Walker Flocker. I don't know, like, what's going to take him to come here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He can always just like perform one day and just fly out to Toronto the same night. I mean, we probably don't have a hotel to host him. Yeah, but he can just fly out that same night. Like, it, I don't know why he hasn't come to Halifax. So, <laughs> you know like, what I mean? I mean, the promoters aren't working up on that, or or well, Drake's probably going to require a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, but, but like that's sure money. That's that's like bank. But you know, the music business world works. Sometimes you need to have you need to pay the performer up front. That might be fifty, sixty k. You gotta mm-hmm. pay for his entourage. You might need twenty bottles of like um, champagne ready for him. Each ball might be fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Ace of spades. You know, it's entourage. Like it's just like a lot of stuff you have to pay for. Like he wants maybe a private top floor penthouse hotel. Yeah. So it might not be in people's budgets to bring him here. Mm. Toronto, like that's so doable. Jay Z is like performing OVO Fest, all those kind of performances. Like mm. it might not be feasible to bring him here. That's another thing. So I don't know the whole yeah. aspect, right? But it would be dope to see like Drake here, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what do you think of this whole Drake Kanye West thing? <laughs> well, I watched a few stuff about it on YouTube, but like Drake's the man. He's untouchable. Mm. But regardless if he writes his own or what's not, like that's the man. Mm. Record rise, quality rise, sales wise, stream wise, Drake's untouchable. And when Kanye, you know how Kanye is, Kanye's a mad scientist. He mm. shoots off his mouth any anytime he wants. So like Drake can crush him easily, but you know how the rap beef and what's not is, right? So you can't really, I, I can't really speak on, I don't really know the whole ins and outs of it, right? But mm. Drake's, you can't really touch Drake right now. And Kanye, he is Kanye, but like Drake's on a whole new platform. He has like more hits than the Beatles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Drake's on like a whole new level. Um, <laughs> talking about um, so we Kanye West. What do you think with the whole Trump thing? Well, to me, I watched that interview with uh, Trump. And that made no sense to me. <laughs> He's talking about my president needs a private jet. I need to be in style. Adidas. It made no sense to me. <laughs> it kind of sounded like a dumbass. <laughs> That made no sense. <laughs> so, and it uh, kind of always makes black people look stupid sometimes. You know, know what I mean? Like, it made no sense. Yeah. I mean, Don Lemon can go up there and say something like, cool, like, let's replace him with Don Lemon or like someone like that, <laughs> Nancy Grace or something like that. But, like, he made no sense. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I had no idea what that was about. And he just kept at it. Uh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, so now with. The sneakers, where do you want to take it to? I definitely want to take it to the next level to the point where it's like I can brand myself, maybe have my own shoe produce. I was actually going to ask you that, but you answered the question already. I would already. definitely like to have my own shoe producer that when I get to that level, maybe my own custom line of insoles, maybe just custom everything. So wait, much. it's not just um, putting your ink on the on the shoes, like you're really a shoe person, right? Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a shoe person. I mean, I. I, I mean, because uh, they're talking about insoles. <laughs> I, I, I probably know she was more than you, but like, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all right, man. You know? So a... insoles, because I, um, I went to a, I went to a whatever film thing, and one of the things they gave was like insoles, and it was branded. I didn't even <laughs> think of it, right? Like, I didn't even oh, think yeah. it's a thing. So you mentioned it, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's a thing. And those things are fucking expensive. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean. You can always just go to Walmart and just like buy one pair and return it and get a new pair. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how Walmart works. I mean, depends how expensive you want to take it, right? <laughs> you can buy it from like China and like get them worked. You know what I mean, depends how far you want to take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, do you think like shoes help these artists, uh, these athletes play better? Definitely, man. Like even me, I stand up in a barbershop maybe from like twelve to five and like. My back's pretty good. Hmm. I wear, I have like good uh, sustainable shoes. I wear like the Adidas Boost. It's good for the back. Some running shoes, good for the back and stuff like that. But in terms of performance, some players, yeah, definitely, man. Like especially football, basketball. Hmm. I remember I had uh, one of my friends plays basketball for Smith. I tried on his pair of uh, Hyper Dunks. I think one's the one's the lightest shoes you can probably play, and I feel like I was wearing socks. Oh wow! I felt like I was Michael Jordan under six <laughs> feet. Under six feet, you know. <laughs> So yeah, the performance definitely. I've seen thing with like Odell Beckham with the gloves, the sticky, sticky gloves. As a receiver back then, when you had Bo Jackson's days, they didn't receivers didn't wear gloves. They're just catching regular NFL balls. Now you got the gloves with the sticky icky on it, like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So it's a totally different level of performance and comfort now for these guys. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I mean, talking about the level of uh, comfort, do you think it is only going to keep improving or definitely, man? Technology is moving at such a fast rate. You can probably just put your foot like in a maybe a a glove box, and they make a a three D model of how your how your shoe should be modeled because of your insoles. You said mm. <laughs> technology is changing so much, and making that clay structure, that mold structure, and they're getting all the dents within your foot, all the areas, how bad you sit. They can wow. examine everything based off that. Put in a three D printer, print out the proper insole for you. Hit you with that five thousand dollar bill for a pair of insoles. <laughs> You know? like, that, that's insane that's <laughs> insane um so now <clears throat> what's how long does it take to make one of these shoes 
depends, man. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 16 hours. Mm. Depends what you want done. Depends what, like, the, depends what I have on the go sometimes. Depends on how much people orders I have backed up and stuff, right? So it depends on what time I have, too. Plus, procrastination sets in, you know? Like, you might be working, your boy knocks on your door, hey, let's go get some food. That turns into, like, three hours with a beer. And, like, <laughs> so it depends on what it depends on what the shoe is and, like, the time frame, mm. mostly. And, like, if I'm, like, serious, you know? Okay, what's the longest time you spent on a shoe? About 35 hours, man. Hmm. What, what was that shoe? I think that shoe was, uh, what was it? Let me see. I did a lot of shoes, man. The longest probably 35 hours. I did a... That was two pairs of shoes. I did a one pair of shoes for um, Twy. He's a rapper in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He had a song with Robin Banks. He's like a one of the upcoming rappers. So like he had an album cover. I know portrait work takes a little longer. Mm-hmm. So I did a portrait of his album, him on his album, on a pair of shoes for him. So to get the portrait right, every indentation with the face, every he's light skin to every skin tone, mm-hmm. every like hair, every uh, thing that's making it realistic took about 17 hours in one day, man. Shit. I think I didn't. I forgot to eat one time. I was doing a pair of shoes like that for somebody, <clears throat> but yeah, it takes pretty pretty long. I think I did another realistic pair. I did a pair of Captain America mm-hmm. Converse for Corey Larue. He plays for I think one of the producers for Neon Dreams. Mm-hmm. I did a portrait of Captain America. I think that took about eighteen hours, man, <laughs> to get everything right. You know, to make it seem like it's like a legit Captain America. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Faces like portraits tend to take a little bit longer. So, do you find that people look like the portraits? You have to make it look like them. That's not getting paid what you want. <laughs> thinking, like, imagine you. Uh, that's the thing. A lot of tattoo artists don't really do portraits either. Mm. So, imagine you get a portrait of your kids and it doesn't look like your kids. You, you'd, a, you'd be pissed if it's your, you know what I mean. Yeah, all this money, like you'd be pissed, right? So, like, you tend to have to get it right mm. all the time, right? So, and um, with have you? I guess. Yes, I figured it out. It was a shoe I did was for Buddy Heel plays the Sacramento Kings. Okay. I took thirty six hours. Shit. To well, get his, I did it? about six portraits. So I did one of him playing for New Orleans drafted in by New Orleans Pelicans. I did a portrait of him playing for Sacramento Kings. I did another portrait of him playing for University of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. where he wore number twenty four. Mm-hmm. Another one of him playing University of Oklahoma, he wore number three. Another one wearing for the Sunrise Christian Academy's prep school, wearing number twenty four. Mm. Another one wearing another one wearing uh, Jack Hayward High is high school. Oh, wow. So that was thirty six hours wearing the same faces, bodies, and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. How did you guys meet? Uh, I played against him through basketball growing up in the Bahamas. He's mm. from my island. Okay, okay, okay. And um, how was your holiday? Because I know you said you just came back. Holiday was good. I didn't probably drink any water when I was home. I was just drinking liquor. <laughs> Liquor was, like, pretty cheap in the Bahamas. You can get, like, six Hanekens for, like, $3. So I was just drinking, partying, seeing the boys, just living life, man, on the beach. How and long were you there for? I was there for a week, and I went to Florida for, like, uh, two days. Because, like, the bah- my island's 20 minutes from Florida. So I stopped in Florida, see some family there. I got some clothes for, like, two days or so. Mm. And I went home to Bahamas. Not, like, like, a 20-minute flight oh, <laughs> to my wow. island. That's To cool. my island. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like, your island... Uh, my island's called Grand Bahama. Okay. So if you go from we have this area called West End, it's the western part of the island. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar, I don't know if you're familiar with the miles, but it's ninety miles long to get to Florida. 
West so, Palm Beach. Yeah. So it's like whatever kilometer that is. Yeah, like, I, I just try to multiply by yeah, two. That's pretty, wrong. It's pretty but, close. Yeah, just <laughs> it's ninety miles. It's pretty close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can probably do drive like two yeah. hours. Yeah, last two that. or so. Yeah. So yeah, it's around there. So the flight's like literally twenty thirty minutes. Mm. So, so is it one of those tiny planes? Ah, uh, yeah. Pretty oh much. God, I hate flying those things. I mean, you got some broad shoulders, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you might feel claustrophobic. <laughs> it's just. I don't okay so this is kind of here's the thing with those planes like you feel everything oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah especially when it goes up you feel like tingling yeah, you know what just, i mean it's just i guess with larger planes i'm not i don't know anything about planes or how they are designed i just know with larger planes like you know you're there it flies and whatever yeah. it lands hell even if the landing is crazy it still feels okay but like with the tiny ones Feel I feel like it's all the same. So like, I feel like imagine I took United Airways to get back. I'm in a bit the big boy jet. So it's like, I think three rows here, mm. three rows in the middle, and three on the side. So yeah. about nine rows of people, right? Yeah. So like with that thing, you still feel a little tingling in the spine. <laughs> so my, that's a big boy jet. Imagine you're still feeling it. It's almost the same as you going up a little like hill in your car. It kind of feels the same. You know what I mean? I guess and it was a big like. Imagine how like imagine how the atmosphere works. A big boy jet like that. <laughs> And you can still feel that little tingling in your spine. So imagine how strong those winds are. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. I but the, guess. But the, I think the smaller planes are going a little bit faster, too. Are they? So, like, you I... don't really feel as much, kind of. But, like, I feel like it's all the same at the end of the day to me, man. Oh, man. I'm used to it. Well, yeah. I don't fly down. Like, much. my island so far, man, is, like, I have to go to Halifax, Jersey. Jersey, Florida. Florida, Freeport to get home. Oh, wow. That's so, a like, lot of... I gotta, I gotta suck it up, bro. I gotta be a man. Like, <laughs> That's a little flight. I can, I can imagine it for you how far it is for you to get home, too. Okay, so if I... Uh, shoot. Okay, so I have two homes, Nigeria and Cape Town, South Africa. So Nigeria is actually closer than Cape Town. But, That's your boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nigerian. So if, if uh, I guess, usually flying to Amsterdam, I just like that airport. It's, I kind of know my way around there. It's comfortable. They they don't check me funny when I go to the airport. I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, you know, you I've never actually... You know the funniest thing? The one time I actually got stopped was when I was going to the U.S., right? Ooh. Yeah. Like, I was... It's just weird. Like, the, what are you stopping me for? And so now when I travel, I just carry my carry-on. Like, okay... Wherever, like, if I have to stay somewhere for weeks, then I know, okay, if I really need to, I'll buy clothes there. But mm, if I'm going somewhere for 10 days, my bag is enough. Like, <laughs> really, okay, what are you going to say? So that was weird for me, like, randomly selected. I hate that. Well, I mean, young, tall, black man, <laughs> dreadlocks, big beard. I mean, <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> it's like you played football or something. I mean, I probably would. <laughs> randomly select. <laughs> I was randomly, uh, yeah. So, I was, yeah. I was, I was glasses tested. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I probably randomly select too. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> wear belts. I always fly with track pants. Like it's crazy that I have to think of all these things whenever I want to fly. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, like oh no belts. Like yeah. could be worse. Yeah. Well, Imagine if you had tattoos on you. Like, oh, is this guy a rapper? Let's, let's definitely search him. <laughs> so you gotta, it happens all the time. Nothing you do about it. Yeah. How do you get searched? You don't go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just fly to Amsterdam. Then I think Amsterdam is like eight or 11 hours from shit. Then from there. You those, see on the plane. Yeah. I don't, I'm, you know, my thing is I don't have a problem. <laughs> I guess I'm one of those few people that I don't have a problem sleeping on the, anywhere really. Once I get in a plane, 
I just know, okay, hmm, <laughs> when are we going to eat? Like, once you fly, I think like 20, 30 minutes, they come and give you that first meal. Once I eat that one, pff, I'm like gone. Prison food, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Off. <laughs> and, and to be honest though KLM for some reason their food is really really nice I have no idea why Man, but yeah. I probably had was when I was on Air Canada I flew first class mm-hmm. good evening Mr. Smith we have uh, pasta tonight we have some steak <laughs> if you would like that we have um, <laughs> some cheesecake that's the only way I got good food if you fly first class man <laughs> dude um, I don't you know it's like first class I I I don't think, I mean, I guess if I become stupid rich one day, maybe. That was by accident. I was like a broke student. They delayed my flight. So I was like, hey, you guys need to upgrade me, you know? Okay, Mr. Smith, we'll put you in first class. You know, I'm just a, I fly economy, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just but, on the student uh, budget slowly. One, no, no, no. I was about to tell this story. But like one day, um, you know, it's, it's like you get something like something similar. And then you get in this place and you just travel one and like, how rich do you have to be to be in this space? <laughs> like, a friend of mine took the, I think it's Emirates. Oh, yeah. Their first class is, is, is right, a yeah. house yeah. in the fucking sky. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I just can't wrap my mind around that. Money talks, man. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> like the, the plane ticket to fly. And, and that's the thing. If I ever fly first class, it has to be the longest distance that plane can fly. Like, <laughs> if, if it's like I don't know direct flight to Tokyo for 20 whatever I'll, I'll, that's the only time I'll take first class because there's no need to do first class for like two hours or yeah uh, I mean because then the flight is over no 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 I want to enjoy my money <laughs> I feel, I feel um, you, so what's the plan moving forward now the plan is keep branding myself getting more clientele and just uh, taking over as much as I can mm. but not as much quality work yeah, as I don't possible. think anyone does this thing in the city? There's like as all people paint sneakers, but like I don't. Well, really... at this level, you do. I think. Well, you know how I'm from the Bahamas. I don't really watch other people's pockets. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what they do is what they do. I just do my own thing. I don't really focus on other people. Mm. I don't. I gotta pay my own bills. Yeah, yeah. So I just focus on putting as much quality work out and just putting as much out as possible. I want everyone to see. I want to be everywhere. I want to be on your fridge. I want to be in your bathroom. I want to be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So mm. on your TV. So I just put out as much quality work as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch What's people's... the story behind the shoes? Which one? The Raptors right there? Yeah. Well, I'm a fake. Dog. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about the, the Venom ones first. Okay, I'm okay. a fan of Venom, right? So, like, I was just like, I got a pair of these sitting up. I was like, I might as well make them into something good. And then um, I went to NASCAD, right? So, one of my friends did some stitching, made a custom, like, uh, tab for me. Mm. So, I stitched it on. I just uh, painted it like, an, like a matte black finish, mm-hmm. but with a, a, a flow shine to it. And I, I'm a fan of Carnage, right? They didn't do injustice in the movie. So, like, I feel like I was Venom wrapped in Carnage with these Carnage-type laces. Mm. So, I got some white lace and I dyed them the same color as, like, Carnage. So, yeah, and I put the gold tip on it right there, too. Yeah, and I like the... I think the design, I guess, means the back. Because it's actually fucking nice. Oh, yeah, you can see Venom, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, what did you think of the movie, though? The movie was all right. It was actually... Uh, you know, I guess... They made their money, but it wasn't... I, it wasn't I, what I thought it'd be. Yeah, well, I guess for me, I wasn't expecting much. So it blew me. Like, it was surprising for me because yeah. I wasn't really expecting much from the trailers. Um, Talking about movies, which which movies did you like last year? I watched a lot of movies, man. I did like a minor illustration at NASCAD. So I know all the comics, all the storylines, everything. I watched all the cartoons. Mm. I know live with everything. It's like, I might look at a bottle of Pepto-Bismol and get inspired. I might dig up like a, nine, a 1950s comic book and use that as reference material because I know no one got it. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's so I watch a lot of movies, man. 
But like which movies did you which movies did you see last year and you liked? Uh let me see. <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to sound dumb because I don't know which movie came out exactly oh, last year. Well, it year. doesn't have to be last year. I, did uh, Justice League come out last year? Uh, which one? Infinity War. Infinity Warfare was good. Uh, that was that was good, but I think Marvel. I think uh, yeah, Marvel. Oh, always, sorry, Justice League. Oh, yeah, but, uh, Justice Batman, League is an Infinity War. Yeah, no, that's two different movies. Two but years like, ago, I think. Yeah, probably, man. But like, I pretty much a lot. I watched a lot of Black Panther came out. I think two years ago too. Huh? Yeah. No, last year i think yeah yeah last yeah, year Black Panther, in, yeah that was an okay movie but it probably <laughs> <laughs> what is it was an okay movie because killmonger was stronger than the black panther <laughs> i don't want that weak black panther as my king <laughs> and they're putting him on this pedestal like he's some hot stuff you know what i mean which one uh killmonger or black t'challa panther? uh t'challa I think. but like killmonger killmonger is the... stronger as the black panther Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and he kind of caused like a huge uproar. <laughs> but like Killmonger was good. Infinity Warfare was a good movie, but Marvel they always rip me off because they never the story and the comics never ever connect, uh, and it's like they always leave you in a strange way. Mm. And they're just putting out more and more Spider-Man movies. <laughs> like Spider-Man's been coming out since I was like in primary school. Like it hasn't ended yet. Yeah. I like it's time to like move on and let's see more Spider-Man villains. Let's see more like action stuff. You know what so I mean? So do you think um what did they get wrong with the one with um with uh the singer guy? Oh, you mean the one we had the the Hawkman as I think as a No with enemy? Electro. That was a good movie. Yeah, it's like why because at the ending they were trying to introduce all these villains. Yeah, that didn't make <laughs> I saw Marvel is like they still give you a good movie, but towards the end, it's just like cheap budget. Okay, let's let's make them wait or something like that. But then, like about DC movies, mm. all the cartoons and comics are accurate as ever. Mm. And like they put out a movie, it actually makes sense and it connects piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Like you watch Batman, you watch Superman, Batman versus Superman. Now you see the Justice League forming. You see mm. the story of Flash. Now you see the story of Aquaman. Now it all makes sense. You know what I mean? If you're a big comic book fan, you see all the story of Aquaman. Mm. I see why he's the king of the Atlantis. I see why the mystery box is so important, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, right? It's mm-hmm. so like DC movies are more accurate to the story and the comic books, but Marvel, they're, they're about that money, man. They yeah. just put throw something together. Okay, Spider-Man again. Spider-Man again. <laughs> They're bringing on a cartoon Spider-Man movie. Like, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, you, know? you need to watch it. Like, everyone has... Everyone is... Actually, I think it's being nominated for awards. But it's Because so. it's Spider-Man. They're making money <laughs> off you guys. But in the day, it's just like, when you're going to see more Venom? When you're going to see more Carnage? When you're going to see more of the super villains? You know what I mean? Mm. They don't like... They well, don't do it Thanos justice. was one, though. Thanos was... Yeah, but you don't actually know how the story of Thanos. Like, uh-huh. who's Thanos? Yeah, you he's see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you see him collecting stones. <laughs> like, who's, who's Thanos? <laughs> you don't see the whole, like, nine yards of it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you see the story of Iron Man, right? You see the story of Captain America. Starting to make sense. And, okay, we have Infinity War. We just got Black Panther. Mm. Now we have the Infinity War for, okay, look, it's going to kill each other. Like, that makes no sense. Mm. You know what I mean? The Hulk wasn't even there. Uh. He, he didn't even show up, man. <laughs> but, like, if you watch Thor, you know why he didn't show up. But, like, just throw Infinity Warfare together, like, boom. It's, it makes no sense, man, like, sometimes. Well, you know what? I guess they know who they are making their film for. Okay, wait. Oh, how about Transformers? Transformers? Uh, Michael Bay does a good job, man. He does his thing. But uh, it's the the storyline, the comics, not te- not technically the same, but, like, it matches up a little bit. Mm. But he, do, he does it for the fans. It's more a fan-based film. They have a lot of good action, a lot of good graphics in it, man. So, like, it's pretty solid. So, you like Michael Bay? 
Yeah, Michael B. does his thing, man. He, Which he, of his... I mean, there's no Transformers that you like. Not many, man. <laughs> I I probably just Transformers, to be honest. <laughs> probably just Transformers. Like, <laughs> I saw like one or two of them. I was just like, Transformers is your thing, man. <laughs> Transformers. That's just my opinion, though. That's just my opinion. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. <laughs> um, so what kind of films do you like, then? I watch documentaries. I watch a lot of weird stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? I might watch some stuff on some planets. Mm. Like everyone thinks they're like, they're nine planets in the solar system. I watched a documentary, I think, two weeks ago on the extra i think i think it's like extra solar planets these are planets that revolve around stars mm. it is super saturn like these are like millions of light layers away obviously you can't get to them yeah they're actually a planet made of all diamonds what the fuck so i watched it like that right <laughs> like, so you ever close your eyes and see how dark it is it's mm. a planet darker than that because it burns all day and like molten lava it's way darker than like when you close your eyes mm. so i watch stuff like that documentaries on that some pyramids a lot of a lot of short films a lot of Netflix, a lot of YouTube, I'd say. I watched a little bit of, a little bit of everything, man. And which Netflix shows do you like? Like Prison Break. Luke Cage was all right, but it disappointed me. How? Man, that's like the most boring show on like Netflix. <laughs> like, I, yo, that's, that's my boy now, Luke Cage. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's not that exciting. Which, I mean, the first season was pretty good. Yeah, like, the, the first one was. I mean, the second one. Like, okay. I'm, I'm very opinionated, man. I might throw on some narcos, so wait, but so, it's like I get pissed because often it's in Spanish. <laughs> you know, most which of us, one? narcos. Most of us. Oh, like, oh yeah, narcos. I might get you know. I, I might get pissed because of that. But I watch a little bit of everything. I might watch like um, Last Chance You, stuff like that on Netflix. But I watch a lot of documentaries. George Black Mirror. I seen one or two of those. <laughs> I haven't got into it yet, but I watched a little bit of everything, man. Okay, okay. A little bit of everything. So, um, do you hmm, do you see? I mean, okay, so we have the sneakers, and we have all the branding stuff. Um, how do you see bring all those two together and mm-hmm. keep it going, not just to the next level, but past where you even think where is at now? Maybe dwelling into fashion a little bit, because hmm. I, I I focus on a lot of character design and like a lot of movies I watch. Mm-hmm. I had this really great prof at NASCAD who does who did the character design and clothing design for uh, the Titanic. Holy smokes! So she kind of inspired me to get into a little bit more fashion. So I'm more into like the fashion and uh, clothing design a little bit more now of it. Because like clothing is like I don't want to make a clothing brand because like that's too hard to make money. Yeah, you gotta study. You gotta move you like units of clothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a, I'm an East Coast lifestyle, you know. Shout out to Alex McLean. I'm not East Coast lifestyle, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But I'm more into like clothing design and stuff like that, you know. A little bit uh, so just switching it up, making it different for people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So um, like even this jacket, like put my logo on like the side of the jacket. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like normally puts logos on the side like that, right? So I just want to switch it up and change up. Let's change just change the normal a little bit i'd say you know nothing too drastic but like dwelling into fashion piece by piece and like leather upholstery and different materials and stuff like that so we're we gonna see kbk on the halifax fashion show next year uh this year you never know man <laughs> you never know man you never know you um, kind of your left hand know what your right hand knows sometimes. <laughs> But you never. I'm more into like collabing with different designers and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean working together as opposed to like doing like my own yeah. fashion line. Okay. So if I do my own fashion, line, I probably think only me one will wear it. Uh. You know, I probably I, that's what I think. I ain't that cool, man. <laughs> but like if I I'm probably just collabing with different artists and different uh designers and stuff like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a few designers I work with at NASCAD. Like 
I one of my friends designs like bikinis and stuff like that. We might design like a pair of sandals and stuff like that together one day. So oh, just different, yeah. just collaborating different designers, different stuff like that, you know? So, um, I, I mean, one working with creatives is great, but like, do you ever see a situation where egos come into play? Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. How do you handle that? Well, I don't really work with that much men. Everyone wants to be the alpha male. Oh. And you tell a man something, something uh, constructive, he wants to snake you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, if I tell you right now, take that shirt off. Like, it looks stupid. <laughs> you don't want to punch me in my face, right? <laughs> but I'm telling you as a creative creative mind, yeah. and like fashion, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Now, actually, I like the shirt. Don't get me wrong now. Yeah, but yeah. like, when you're working with people, like, a lot of egos clash. Everyone mm. wants to be the alpha male. Mm. But you work with women, women tend to actually work better with you they can handle constructive criticism too mm. you know but a man telling you shit you might feel like he's breaking you down you feel like he hates me i mm. want to just punch him in the face after work mm. but like it happens a lot man mm. so lot. You, so you mostly collaborate with uh female designers creatives i work with a lot of females for sure but like how i do it is like they do their piece i do my piece i finish it off right uh... i try to avoid the egos but like some people it works well some people some men i've worked with are actually on the same page as me you know what mm. i mean I think I have OCD because I go a little bit harder and I, I make I bring the best out of them sometimes and they hate that too. Mm. <laughs> I, I go a little bit for I'm so detail oriented. I might see one thread, I might get angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I work with a good 50 50% male, 50% female, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and <clears throat> how do you deci- decide the people you work with? Uh, I look at someone at work. I reach out to them. They look at some of my work. They feel the vibe and stuff like that. Like it comes like more naturally. You know what I mean? Like I'm just looking, hey, bro, Pablo, let's do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not, in that, I'm not in that position right now. But I just work with people who I, who I general, uh, generally people's artwork I like. Uh, okay. I'd say like, yo, I feel this shit. Like, keep it up. Like, let's do something, man. Stuff and like that. How is social media to you? Is it like a positive or negative? Uh, it's a positive for me because like that's how I run most of my business. Like I saw like a lot of stuff happens because of social media. Mm. The negative, the negative social part of social media sometimes like people think like. It's all fake too. They don't mm. want to see the work that that's put into it either. They just think, yeah, I do one one a night. It's no big deal. That's Cammy man. He can do like twenty in a week. People <laughs> don't see like I'm sitting up to like four a.m. working, uh, and I work again at like ten or twelve a.m. <laughs> 10, mm. ten or twelve p.m. Mm. Sometimes like that. They don't see the full workload that goes into it. Yeah. And plus, social media, everyone's stunting. Everyone wants to be somewhere that not stuff like that, right? But social media is a good thing and a bad thing. It gives a gift and a curse. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can use social media to promote my business, promote ads, and, like, they see a lot of it. You meet so much different people. You're just collaborating all the time. But the negative is, like, people think it's all a lie. People think he's posting too much. Mm. People are annoying, you know what I mean? Like that, right? So it depends on how you use it, I feel. Yeah, and the shitty comments, man. Like, oh, my God. Oh, I live for comments. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, some people go on World Star just for the comments, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I live for the comments and the clapbacks, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I mean, I it know. It happens. Like, this one guy was like, yeah. you didn't design that. I was like, okay, cool. And he just kept trolling me. You didn't design that again. Like, you can't paint like that. <laughs> I was like, why am I answering you and you have not, not one picture on your Instagram? Mm. <laughs> it's like, you have a decent amount of followers, but not one picture. <laughs> why am I taking you seriously? <laughs> people troll you all the time. It happens. Yeah. I get a bunch of like different DMs. Oh, you only work with white people. Mm. You don't come help your own community. Mm. I'm like, are you mad because you're in the hood? <laughs> like, I, I decided, I decided to do something in my life. You know, I, mean, I decided to go to college and university. Yeah, I bust mass fifty hours, but I'm, I'm not going to explain it to somebody I don't know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's just you get stupid DMs all the time, stupid emails, mm. people trolling you. 
scams, all that kind of stuff, man. Scams? Yeah. You know, man, you got to tell me one. Oh, man, let me see. This one company wanted to brand shoelaces with me. Mm. And they're like, yeah, like, we were a big global brand. So I looked at Instagram. It's like 7,000 followers. Mm. And it's like 20 likes. Ah. I'm, like, that, <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make sense. He's telling you a global brand. And like, I look at the website. It's all just people in China and Japan, like, buying the laces. I'm just like, this has to be a scam, man. This is like, it's like some of your bank account information. Like, why do you do this, uh, this check to get started on the project? Yeah. I'm like, okay, bro. I'm going to give you all my transit information. this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. Like, yo, if you look through uh, your phone and your DMs all the time, it's a lot of strange people. Yeah, you know. Like, it'll be like someone just saying, "Yo, what do you? What do I? How do I answer that? Like, do you want sneakers? Do you want a haircut? (laughs) What do you want? You're like in in like San Diego somewhere. Like, yo, what does that? What does that mean, right? (laughs) So you kind of have to (laughs) you kind of have to sort through what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you might get a picture. They might, someone might send you a DM. Mm. How much you charge? For what? <laughs> Do you want me to just like write a, a letter on your shoe? Do you want me like to paint it one color? Like, <laughs> Do you want me to rip the sole? Like, what? How much you charge? <laughs> like, it's... You get a lot of... You, get a lot of, you, you start through your DMs and your emails. You get like... It's a lot of those stupid ones all the time. Yo, where you're located. Now, look, if you read, if you want to, let me tell you a secret. If you want to hide something from a person, put it in a book. And my page is Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yeah. If you click it, it'll say Canada. Where are you located? It takes two seconds. It's just uh, just above the reclick message, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like a lot of those kind of like messages all the time. <laughs> like, where are you from? It says the flag. Like, it's a Canadian flag. Like, it's hand, it says handcrafted in Canada. Where are you from? <laughs> It's just like you get a lot of those kind of emails and DMs, man. Trust me, <laughs> a lot of those. I mean, oh my god! I mean, you could, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like you're right. People don't read because if they just read it, it's just right there. I know, man. I know. <laughs> you talk about the Venoms, the Raptors. Yeah, like I'm a Toronto Raptors fan, like low key. Like it's only NBA team in Canada, right? Mm. So I was like. Let me just bless myself with something for the Raptors. You know, they work hard. They get disappointed every year. Every I fucking was... year. <laughs> like, I mean, you, you, here's the thing about, like, I, I I don't really, I'm not a fan of any sports yeah. team. Maybe like, Manchester like United. Though. Yeah. I know you like Victor Moses. Uh, hmm. All my Nigerian friends like Victor Moses. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so here's the thing, though. With the Raptors, they play amazing during the fucking regular season. And then... The season don't really matter then. Yeah, I know. It's like you could have a bad playoff bracket because you might want to play a shittier team and you might beat that bracket. Like LeBron was <laughs> LeBron didn't care about the season last year. He's like, I'm gonna play for Cleveland and lose a few games just just to play the Raptors and fuck them up again. <laughs> <laughs> People think LeBron is stupid. Like LeBron deliberately lost all those last games in the season to get the Raptors in the playoffs, right? Mm. If I beat Indiana, boom, the next bracket is the Raptors and I'm gonna fuck them up again the third time of year. Yeah. I'm gonna sweep them, make the Rosen look stupid. You're like yeah, that's how the Raptors are, man. The season oh, doesn't count. It's like, it's like you being a player. Like, you're only a season player. You're not, a, you're not a playoff player. Mm. Like, in my opinion, like, you watch basketball, Paul Paris, that's the playoff god, bro. Nobody can see Paul Paris in the playoffs for the Boston Celtics all those years. He's clutch. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you can't be a season player. You got to do it in the playoffs. Mm. Else your season was a waste. Yeah. You're telling me the best record, coach of the year, <laughs> you lose, you get swept by LeBron again for the third time. I mean... 
Emmy. And then it's like the same fucking team. Yeah. Do you think they could have... Uh, okay, fine. He's not playing Cleveland anymore. But do you think they could have... So, Nana is not playing Cleveland anymore. Cleveland's done. Yeah, yeah. They're like... I, I, I guess that my question is like, it, does that mean Raptors might get to the finals? Well, with Kawhi, I know there are probably some Raptors fans in this in this area right now we're sitting in. But like, Toronto Raptors, they probably can do it with Kawhi Leonard. Mm. They can probably do it, but like, you never know how life is. Will it be a fairy tale, fairy tale ending or will it actually happen? You know what I mean? It's possible. Mm. It was possible the last three years too. <laughs> but like, you just never know sometimes. Like, you don't want to see Kyrie in the playoffs. <laughs> Kyrie's, Kyrie's a beast in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's Boston. You might see, like, the Sixers in the playoffs. Like, mm. Jimmy Butler's going crazy right now. Yeah. Joel Embiid, they're going crazy right now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you never know what happens in the playoffs. The playoffs yeah. are a different season. Like, some people only watch basketball, like, during the playoffs. Mm. <laughs> so, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I guess. Um, like, Kyle Lowry, don't play in the playoffs. He ain't there in the playoffs. <laughs> it's It's... I guess, hmm, I don't know. And then, well, I don't know. I keep thinking this will be the year. I keep thinking, yeah, I keep thinking, but maybe this will be the year. And they're still playing. They're a pretty good team. And it's like, just the one thing. You guys do something, you know? You know? <laughs> so that's so that's why you, and 416, oh, 416. That's like one of the area calls, the cell yeah. phone number. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Okay, so... <laughs> Actually, I was watching a show the other day, and they say any team that Drake supports loses. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's like if it's a positive, you lose. I'm like Drake's, Drake's just like a kid that like <clears throat> never grew up. Like his mom probably never took him to like a basketball game before, like a <laughs> University of Kentucky game. Like obviously, none of us been to University of Kentucky game. Like an NCAA game was crazy because mm. he has that that power now. He can just show up and do some warm ups. Like you watch the warm ups with University of Kentucky, airball all day long. He's like a kid that never grew up. And like he's supporting because he likes certain players, but like, yeah, they just ain't delivering at the end of the day, right? <laughs> and Drake don't care; he's making money, doing his thing. He could do, he could afford to do that all day yeah, long. But it's yeah, just based on who you like, right? Yeah. Um, how long did he take to make the shoes? Each one? Uh, probably took like seventy-two hours because the design changed so much. Oh, wow. I had so much designs laid out and just didn't work, so I just did it like. Having two hours different, like that's not me sitting in my on my office yeah, seven yeah, two yeah, hours. Yeah, like yeah. I might just throw it to the side, come back, do something else, come back to it here and there, right? Mm. So it took like a week to like make it fully to what I wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because with this, I got the if you look, that's the CN Tower right there. Yeah. I got the six on it right there. Mm-hmm. That's like the dinosaur on that side right yeah. there. I'll turn it around so you guys can see it. That's a dinosaur right there. Take it out. That's the four one six. Yeah. It's a dinosaur right there. You don't really see the dinosaur much nowadays. Everyone just does the claw thing. Yeah. So I want to see like, the more dinosaur, the gold tips with the OVO uh, uniform, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the six on it, a 416 right there. That's like one of the cell phones, uh, cell phone numbers they use. Like everyone uses 902. Toronto's yeah, yeah. like 416, but it's out of commission right now. There's no more 416 numbers. Huh. I didn't know this. Anyway, come to think of I've actually not been to Toronto. I should go this year. Just for whatever. Out, man. I, I don't know. It's I, overrated, but like <clears throat> it's good to see though. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean I guess I'll just go just, you know, to have pictures for my Instagram. <laughs> just, <laughs> just for the ground, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah, because uh 
I don't know. I think thing for me is like once I came to Halifax, I just knew this is it. Like I love the place. It's right by the sea, and people are really nice here. Um, and Toronto. I I grew up in Lagos, right? Toronto is just it just kind of reminds so busy, so packed. Yeah, it's, and like, it's almost like New York too. It's like New York, and, except smaller and cleaner. Yeah. And then like the thing about it, you go to a Chinese restaurant. A Chinese person actually owns the restaurant. Oh. In New York, you go to a Chinese restaurant. A Jamaican might own a Chinese restaurant in New York. <laughs> so much more multicultural stuff yeah. there, you know. Um. So how? Tell. So what advice would you give to someone starting out their business? Uh, I'd say write a plan. A, oh. a plan. People prepare because of lack of vision. Mm. You can't just say, "Yo, I want to become a basketball player." You're not six eight. Like, you're not. <laughs> you're not even like in a top prep school, right? Mm. So I have a plan. Like, if you want to become a basketball player, like, look, I need to grow a certain amount of inches, mm-hmm. and to put a certain amount of time, I need to go to, like the, a good prep school. I need to go to a good. D1 University, I need mm. to get drafted. So just set a plan of what you want to do to get to the next level. Like, when I want a business, who's my market? Uh, what's my price range? How will I get it? How, like, longevity-wise? Like, because the first year, you don't really see a profit in business sometimes. Mm. You could, I mean, but the first year, you don't really see a profit. It's more about keeping your doors open. Yeah. My marketing budget every year, who is my market and what I'm doing, why am I doing it, what's the story behind it, mm-hmm. am I being original, am I copying somebody, like, think about all these factors, like, okay, let me just start a clothing brand, there's a lot of clothing brands here, like, I just want to make money, <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that sometimes, you got to put a lot of work into it, I'm going to make your business feel like it's you, mm. you know what I'm saying, like, just take just uh, take a step back, write a plan, figure out what your vision is, what your, your long-term growth, what you want to do, yeah. how you want to get there, take baby steps, I always say, like, be realistic in your approach, you know what I mean? So that's, that's all I could really say. Be re- I think the most ones be realistic in your approach, I'd say. Don't set these crazy astronomical goals like, you know, you can't hit. Like, mm. I want Nike to sign me. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing for Nike to sign you? Yeah. Just be realistic <clears throat> in your approach, I'd say. Set small goals. Man, Kevin, thanks for coming in today. It's a pleasure, man, for having me. Thank you. This is the Blackout Podcast. Thanks for listening.